0: disney blues disney on demand is on the air now here's
1: your host jonathan johnson all right all of you disney fans you tuned in for another magical installment of disney blues disney on demand and let me drop down the mood a little bit because this week for show number 140 for the week of march 10th 2010 We're heading to the underworld. That's right. We're taking a note from Once Upon a Time on ABC as we're welcoming none other than the evil queen herself, Regina, Lana Paria, stopping in here this week. That's right. Lana's going to stop in and she's going to talk about what it's like being the evil queen, Once Upon a Time, the 100th episode, and many other things from the stories, the backstories of being the evil queen and Regina on the hit ABC television show, Once Upon a Time, as they head deep into the underworld, kicking off for the second half of the season. In addition, no show would be complete as we're keeping it dark and deep here this week and the D team is going to take us down into the underworld as you have questions and he has the answers as Aaron is going to answer all your questions and I want to know. We also have Paige from the Walt Disney World Resort bringing you the latest magical music review you want to pop into your player, your iPod and enjoy from your magic and memories of Disney. We have Cody who's stopping in this week taking a look deeper at our special guest Lana Perea stopping in and this week's Hollywood walk. We also have Nathan, who's dusting off the books and giving you what just happened this week in Disney history. We have Caitlin, who's giving you what's going on right now at the Walt Disney World Resort. And we also have Randy, giving you the latest of Disney multimedia for your devices, your Android, your computers, your gaming systems, and more. And let's not forget going deep into that vault with Jason, as he's going to give you another Blu-ray and DVD that you must add to your collection. We have tons of news hot off the D-wire from Disneyland, Shanghai Disney, Walt Disney World Resort, The Magic Kingdom, The Disney Channel, Tangled, Big Hero 6, and so much more. So before I officially kick off this week's show and head deep into the underworld, I do want to mention that DizRadio.com is probably sponsored by mickeystravel.com now mickey's travel is a 100 fee-free travel agency they're knowledgeable they're experts and they're going to help you plan and book your most magical walt disney world vacation that you can possibly have for your family and just by mentioning that you heard about them here on Diz radio they're going to hook you up that's right with all kinds of goodies with lanyards autograph books and so much more they're going to hook you up just by mentioning that you heard about them here on Diz radio so definitely check them out book that trip Get that special attention you need to make it the most magical that you can possibly have just by visiting mickeystravel.com, the official sponsor of Diz Radio. So, all you D-Heads, with that said, as I mentioned, I'm keeping the tone a little bit lower here this week. You've noticed I've toned it down for my super energetic self. So you have to ask yourself, are you prepared to head to the Underworld? Are you prepared to go to that wonderful fantasy story, brook once again with us? Are you ready to visit Hades and many other places. So get ready for show number 140 for the week of March 10th, 2016. And like I said, much like Jonathan Young at JonathanYoungMusic.com, you better get ready and be prepared.
2: Thought hyena's essential They're cool and unspeakably plain. But maybe they've a glimmer of potential if aligned to my vision. Your powers of retention are as wet as a warthog's backside But thick as you are, pay attention My words are a matter of pride It's clear from your vacant expressions The lights are not all on upstairs But black fucking kings and successions Even you can't be caught unawares a chance of a lifetime Be prepared for sensational news A shining new air Is tiptoeing near And where do you feature? Just listen to teacher uh, I know it sounds sordid But you'll be rewarded When at last I am given my dues And just justice deliciously squared Be prepared is littered with prizes and though I'm the main there's the point that I must emphasize is you won't get a sniff me set the path for a coup of a century be prepared for the murkiest scam meticulous planning tenacity spanning decades of denial is simply Disputed, respected, saluted, and seen for the wonder I am. Yes, my teeth and ambitions are bad. Be prepared. Yes, our teeth
3: and ambitions are bad.
4: Birth. and their dealings with pressed envelope to Davis and Kurt. right down that this march. The quest
2: to find Hook begins as the town of Storybrook becomes the underworld.
5: How is this possible?
2: This is our reality now. Where everyone you thought was dead and buried Peter Pan. is alive and kicking. Other
5: you're here. There are forces at play here beyond your understanding. All right, let's do
2: this. Once Upon a Time, returns Sunday, March 6th on ABC.
6: Hi, this is Lana Priya from Once Upon a Time, and you're listening to Disney On Demand.
7: Don't you disrespect me, little man. Don't you derogate or deride. You're in my world now, not your world. And I got friends on the other side. Got friends. That's an echo, gentlemen. Just a little something we have here in Louisiana, a little parlor trick. Don't worry. Sit down at my table, put your minds at ease. If you relax, it will enable me to do anything I please. I can read your future, I can change it around some too. I look deep into your heart and soul. You do have a soul, Make your wildest dreams come true I got hulu I got hulu I got things I ain't even tried, And I got friends on the other side He's got friends on the other side The cards, the cards, the cards will tell The past, the present and the future as well The cards, the
4: cards,
7: just take three Take a little trip into your future with me Now you, young man, are from across the sea You come from two long lines of royalty I'm a royal myself on my mother's side Your lifestyle's high, but your funds are low You need to marry a little honey who's dead got dough Mom and Dad cut you off, what boy. Now you're gonna get hitched, but hitching ties you down. You just want to be free, hop from place to place. But freedom takes green. (laughs) It's the green, it's the green, it's the green you need. And when I looked into your future, it's the green that I see. On you, little man, I don't want to waste much time. You've been pushed around all your life. You've been pushed round by your mother and your sister and your brother. And if you was married, you'd be pushed round by your wife. But in your future, the you, I see, is exactly the man you always wanted to be. Shake my hand. Come on, boys. Won't you shake a poor sinner's hand? Yeah. You can blame my friends on the other side. You got know what you wanted. You lost <laughs> what <laughs> you did! I can't believe
2: it. It's Disney Blues, Disney on Demand. You hear that? It's the winds of change. Here's your host,
1: Jonathan Johnson. Alright all of you D-heads, so I am back and I hope you enjoyed the official kickoff for show number 140 for the week of March 10th, 2016 as we're heading deep into the underworld as we're gearing up for none other than royalty here at the show this week with the Evil Queen, also you know her as Regina on ABC's Once Upon a Time, we have none other than Lana Paria stopping in here at the show. So she's going to be stopping in and talking about what it's like being the queen, her fans, and many other things that we can expect out of this great, fantastic show that is just a breakout hit in Once Upon a Time. In addition, we have the D-Team here with Aaron, Paige, Cody, Nathan, Caitlin, Randy, and Jason all stopping in here this week with their signature segments and so much more. So before I jump into the news, hot off the D-Wire this week, since we are into the underworld, we want to keep things going before Hades really gets on our tails. I do want to give you all the different ways you can stay connected here at the show. And first and foremost, you can always visit our official website at dizradio.com. That's d i z radio.com. There you can find our fullest of past shows, the complete archives, our latest news blogs, our lifetime of Disney player, our podcast archives and more right there on our official website at dizradio.com. d i z radio Dot com. You can also connect up with us all over the social media outlets on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Disney On Demand. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and more. Just search Disney On Demand, Disney Blue, that's B-L-U, or Diz Radio, D-I-Z Radio, all of which are going to help you find our fun, quirky little show. And remember, you can always join our Facebook discussion group, the D Wire Disney discussion group, on Facebook as well. And if you want to get the latest shows on your mobile device, your Android, your iPhone, your iPad... You name it, all you have to do is subscribe through iTunes and Stitcher Radio. That's simple. Subscribe and get the latest shows as they get released so you can get them on your device and enjoy them right there. Put the magic in your ears as soon as it gets released every single week. And that's through iTunes and Stitcher Radio. And remember, you can find all of these links and more on our official website at dizradio.com, D-I-Z-Radio.com. So, all of you dads, with that said, we have news hot off the D-Wire. And, you know, with friends on the other side, we're trying to get prepared for the Evil Queen. We have so much more as we're going to explore the underworld. And once upon a time, I should just jump right into that news. And how about Walt Disney Records releasing Zootopia's original motion picture soundtrack? Yes, Walt Disney Records officially released Zootopia's soundtrack which features a score by Oscar-winning composer Michael Giaccio, and the end credit song Try Everything, which is performed by Grammy-winning artist Shakira. Now, the original Motion Pictures soundtrack will be available everywhere music is sold, digitally, online, and in stores this last week. Now, Walt Disney Animation Studios Zootopia is a comedy adventure directed by Brian Howard, who also did Tangled and Bolt, and Richard Moore, who's known for Wreck-It Ralph and The Simpsons. Now, it's co-directed by Jared Bush, who we all know as Pen Zero, part-time hero, and we've had a lot of guests from that show as well. Fantastic show, and it opens in theaters, and it opened in theaters this last week. Now, the modern mammal metropolis of Zootopia is a city like no other, comprised of habitat neighborhoods like Ritzy Sahara Square and the frigid Tundra Town. It's a melting pot where animals from every environment live together, and a place where no matter who you are, from the biggest elephant to the smallest shrew, you can be anything that you want to be. But when optimistic officer Judy Hopps, played by none other than, of course, Jennifer Goodwin, who we all know from Once Upon a Time, staying with that feel here, arrives, she discovers that being the first bunny on a police force of big, tough animals is not so easy. Determined to prove herself, she jumps at the opportunity to crack a case, even if it means partnering up with a fast talking scam artist, Fox, known as Nick Wilde. Now, this is going to be a fantastic film. I saw this last weekend, so I will get our review up here very soon, uh, you know, here as part of the show and on our website, but as they were officially released, in a world as vast as Zootopia, we needed someone who could deliver a score that could feel exotic and powerful, but also provide that emotional intimacy, said director Brian Howard. We tell stories with images, Michael tells stories with music, and Zootopia is a massive film with deep emotions and themes running throughout the entire story. And Michael was the perfect choice to bring this music to life in an extraordinary animal world. Now, there is a lot of great tracks that are part of this. I mean, like I said, his credits include a variety of different films, like Inside Out, The Incredibles, Ratatouille, Jurassic World, Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol, as well as Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, And his score for 2009's Disney Pixar's Up earned him an Oscar, a Golden Globe, and a BAFTA Award, as well as the Broadcast Film Critics' Choice Award and two Grammy Awards. So he knows how to bring these animated pictures to life, make us feel, and have the emotion. Now, he has stated in his press release, I am really proud to be part of this film. It's one of those films with a huge heart and wonderfully realized characters with a set within a story that's only incredibly fun and entertaining, but it takes an honest look at our own world and the important issues dealing with living in a diverse society. That's what really attracted me to the film, and the chance to write music for that reflects these kind of challenges. Like I stated, you can get the Zootopia soundtrack. The movie is currently out. You can find it on iTunes, Amazon, and, of course, any other place. Targets, Walmarts, you name it. So if you want a physical copy as well, you can get the Zootopia soundtrack. Now, pushing along here, let's get into movies that uh, aren't doing so well but they are fantastic movies. The Finest Hours has now been listed as a heavy loss for Disney. Now, The Finest Hours, I really enjoyed the film. I did see it, and it was a great portrayal. It's one of those films that I think just kind of got lost in the mix with so many movies that were out. But Bob Iger had said this last Tuesday that the entertainment giant was losing $75 million, and it's one of the biggest losses on his film about daring rescue at sea, The Finest Hours. Now, inspired by a true story with Chris Pine, Eric Bana, and Casey Affleck, it registered only about 40.5 million in revenue worldwide since its release on January 29th. Now, in a speech conference and on the internet and telecoms in Palm Beach, Florida, Disney CEO explained that the group's investment capital back in movies had strengthened 10% five years ago to nearly 30% in 2015. But he also added, we did have poor results this quarter with the finest hours, which will have a negative impact on the current quarter of $75 million. Now, Mr. Iger did argue, however, that the group would have a lot of important releases in the upcoming months, including The Jungle Book, as well as many other films that we all know with Alice Through the Looking Glass, Finding Nemo's sequel, Finding Dory, and of course the Captain America's adventures. So this isn't the first time Disney has lost money on a movie that I thought was well. They lost a ton of money on The Lone Ranger as well as John Carter, but I do think that, you know, they'll make it up. It'll be good. And of course, The Finest Hours, if you haven't seen it, it really is a great film, especially when you read about the backstory of, you know, this true story that they were talking about and this story that they were telling. I do highly suggest to check it out. It was a fantastic film, but Disney is taking that hit. Now, since we are on the movie frontier, how about Chewbacca? Yes, you can't go anywhere without talking about Star Wars now that they're part of the Disney family and franchise here. And how about Disney confirming that a young Chewbacca is going to be in the Han Solo origin flick? Yes. Now that everybody's not going to pretend that Han Solo was always by himself. Everybody knows that Chewbacca and Han Solo are just always together. They're like Abbott and Costello or Laurel and Hardy and I guess for some of you younger D-heads out there who may not know who those people are, they're like Lucy and Ethel. Oh wait, that's still going too far back. Well, you'll find a team that is going to relate to you guys, but at the same conference where he was talking about losing money... Bob Iger also did state that the standalone film, which will take place before A New Hope, we have other films in the works, but there is also going to be an origin story about Han Solo and Chewie. Now worth noting, everybody was wondering who was going to play Han Solo, everybody's favorite smuggler, but now there is that confirmation that Chewie is going to be in it. Now the question is, will Peter Mayhew reprise that role, or will be a combination of Peter Mayhew and Yua Suatamo, who is a guest here on the show, kind of dueling that out and being it together. Together once again for on screen, we will see how that one pans out. And I don't know if I want a Han Solo origin story or not, but I'll keep an open mind. Now moving along here, let's get back to music. And how about this year's record store day? Exclusives include something from Guar, Disney and lots of David Bowie. Yes, it's almost that time of the year again. When we all go away, we hide Spotify and we all go out to the record stores. Everybody loves record store day. I know I do. I do love my physical copies of things. As much as digital copies are out there, I love my physical copies of movies and music, you name it. But there is going to be a lot of great music that is getting released just for this. Now they are going to have a variety of different ones from many different metal bands like we all know Guar, as well as uh, David Bowie, of course, with, you know, his current, uh, passing this last year, but of course they're also going to have Warren Zevon Outcast, the Monkees, come on who doesn't love the monkeys, right? John Williams, another one right there, but of course a ton of Disney ones as well. So I'm not going to give you the full list here. We do have a press release. I'm not at liberty to give you all of them yet, but stay on the lookout because Record Store Day is coming on April 16th with a lot of great exclusives just for that day. Now let's get away from the music. Let's get away from movies. And how about getting into video games and the Disney parks? And how about Disney's new Magic Kingdom game? Officially has a teaser site launched. Yes, Gameloft has now opened a teaser site for their new Disney Magic Kingdom game, which is coming soon to the iOS, Android, and Windows Phone. Now, the theme park game will be all about managing a Disney theme park, filling it out with attractions, and of course, thwarting an evil plot by Maleficent, using classic characters like Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck. Now, players can pre-register and earn points, which can be used for the in-game currency later on. Now, this is going to be a fun game. We all miss the days of Virtual Magic Kingdom, right? I mean, come on, I wasn't alone. We all loved playing VMK. It was fantastic. It was fun. It was immersive. Well, now here we are. We can manage our very own Magic Kingdom, our very own theme park you know, and have villains chasing us and so many other things. I definitely encourage you check out the teaser page already, the teaser site and the trailer for it and pre-register because you want to get those points early on because it's just going to help you just jump start as soon as it goes live. Now, getting into the small screen here, we were talking about movies. And of course, one of the things with the small screen are classic Disney television shows, especially the animated ones. Everybody loves those as well. Well, this week, there's been a variety of new images that were released. Last week, we were talking about Baymax, Big Hero 6, how that was coming to the small screen. Well, how about this week? The first images were released from the new DuckTales TV show. Yes, Disney released the first image of its all-new animated comedy, DuckTales, based on its 1987 Emmy Award-winning series. Now, DuckTales received widespread critical acclaim and commercial success, as we all know, which even was recognized years after it went off the air. We all love the movie DuckTales, Magic of the Lamp, right? But the programming will play across Disney Channel, Disney Junior and Disney XD. Now the series that is comprised of 100 episodes showcase the adventures of Scrooge McDuck and his great nephews, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Now the designs are also just familiar enough while presenting a fresh new graphic novel inspired style. So it's not going to be as cartoony as the 80s concept. It's a little more cutting edge, flash animation, very flat, hard lines, but it's definitely fun and it is going to be traditional 2D. So it's going to be great and fun and you know, it's going to be a great, I I guess, series. I'm excited for this one. Now, Donald being involved is an interesting change from the original series. As we all know, Donald wasn't too much in it, but I'm excited to see Donald. Come on, you got to have the fab vibe mixed in with everything. Now, the news of the new DuckTales series was first unveiled by Variety magazine on February 25th, but nobody really noticed that it was happening until the image that was released this last week. Now, a recent music video of its theme song, Made with Real Ducks, was uploaded to YouTube and managed to get over 7 million views. Now there is no premiere date as of yet, but fans of the original DuckTales should be happy to know that it is coming at some point in 2017. Now, since we are talking about the small screen, how about another one? And it's going to be done in 2D animation once again. And how about Tangled Before Ever After? Almost six years following the debut of the 2010 Disney hit Tangled, the short film Tangled Ever After was released. Now the company is well on its way into creating a new spin-off series that took place between these two films. Now, the new series called Tangled Before Ever After will air on Disney Channel television as well now plans for the new show were announced this last june now mandy moore and zachary levi will reprise their roles as the voices of rapunzel and flynn rider but they also will be joined by many co-stars including jeffrey Tambor, paul f tompkins and of course mc Gainey, who will also be returning as captain of the guards mc Gainey, fantastic actor we had him here on our show check him out in our archives as well now according to deadline disney channel most recently added all kinds of names that are going to be connected to the series Now, apart from the humans reprising their tingled roles, of course, will be the chameleon Pascal, as well as Maximus the Horse. Now, the show is set to feature all new songs from Academy Award-winning composer Alan Menken, as well as lyricist Glenn Slater. Now, set between the events of 2010's Tangled and 2012's Tangled After After, Disney's television animation, Tangled Before Ever After, will follow Rapunzel as she gets accustomed to her new life with her parents and her kingdom in Corona and its people. Now, the series is developed by Chris Sonnenberg and Shane Prigmore with Sonnenberg Executive Producing. Now, this is going to be great. It's going to be fun. And, of course, it is going to be premiering in 2017. And uh, my biggest question is... How are they going to connect it with uh, her not losing her hair if she's getting accustomed to being a princess? Just a thought. Now, moving along here in news, let's keep this thing flowing. And how about Zendaya, who we all know from many different Disney Channel TV series. Well, Zendaya Coleman is now set to star in Marvel and Sony's Spider-Man Reboot. Yes, the 19-year-old actress is said to have landed a key role in the yet untitled movie, which will see Tom Holland portray Peter Parker as Spider-Man, and it's going to be directed by John Watts. Now, Tom Holland will portray Peter Parker and slash Spider-Man, and it is going to be coming out very soon. Now, according to deadline.com, Zendaya is set to portray a character called Michelle but it's not known if she's going to be romantically involved with Spider-Man as well. Now, the website has officially said nobody is providing details on whether this is a romantic lead opposite Peter Parker, but it doesn't sound like it will be. What's more told is that Zendaya has signed up to the movie, but they have insisted that it's neither Parker's love interest nor a lead role. But the singer is expected to have a bigger part in future installments so she could be setting up for somebody down the way. Now, Zendaya rose to prominence, as we all know, as Rocky Blue on Shake It Up on the Disney Channel in 2010, and now she's part of Casey Undercover and many other ones. Now, the Spider-Man role will be her first huge movie on the big screen after previously voicing a character in the straight-to-DVD film Super Buddies in 2013 and starring as herself in a short film called Close-Up Last Year. So now we can get ready because Spider-Man is coming july 7th 2017 and zendaya is attached so all of you dads with that said i'm gonna just stop news here for a little bit we have a lot more things on the horizon we're going back into the underworld we're going to take that trip back to once upon a time as we've done with a variety of guests from that series who we all know and we all love. So before I let you go and release the reins to the D team because you have the questions, he has the answers, Aaron is gonna answer all your questions and I want to know. And of course you wanna know what's going on right now at the Walt Disney World Resort and Caitlin has that for you with WDWN2, I do wanna mention that Diz Radio is probably sponsored by mickeystravel.com. And mickeystravel.com is a premier no-fee agency that has been around since 1994. They provide the most knowledgeable and expertise in planning, booking, and getting your dining reservations set your walt disney world vacation they're going to help you make it the most magical that you could possibly have and make those memories last they're going to book that dining with you your fast passes walk you through the process and of course get you in that room ...that you want to stay in at the Walt Disney World Resort. So definitely check them out and mention that you heard about them here on Diz Radio... ...because just by mentioning them, they're going to hook you up. You're going to get autograph books, lanyards, and so much more... ...just by mentioning that you heard about them here on the show. So definitely check them out. Mickey's Travel.com, the official sponsor of Diz Radio. So all of you dads, with that said, we're going to go back into the Underworld. We're going to go back into that deep recesses of Once Upon a Time... Maybe steer clear of Hades, but if there's one thing that we all know about the evil queen, Regina, and so many others that's part of Storybrooke, it's that mother knows best. Be right back, all heads and take it away, team.
8: You want to go outside? Uh, Why, Rapunzel, look at you, as fragile as a flower. Still a little sapling, just a sprout. You know why we stay up in this tower. I know but... that's right. To keep you safe and sound, dear. Guess I always knew this day was coming. Knew that soon you'd want to leave the mast. Soon. But not yet. Yeah, but shh, Trust me, pet. Mother knows best. Mother knows best, listen to your mother It's a scary world out there Mother knows best, one way or another Something will go wrong, I swear Ruffians, thugs, poison ivy, quicksand Cannibals and snakes, the plague. Yes, also large bugs Men with pointy teeth And stop no more, you'll just upset me Mother's right here, mother will protect you Darling, here's what I suggest Just skip the drama, stay with mama Mother knows best (sighs) Go ahead, get trampled by a rhino Go ahead, get mugged and left for dead Me, I'm just your mother, what do I know? I only bathed and changed and nursed you Go ahead and leave me. I deserve it. Let me die alone here. Be my guest. When it's too late, you see. Just wait. Mother knows best. the nose best. Take it from your mumsy. On your own, you won't survive. Sloppy, underdressed, immature, clumsy, please. They'll eat you up alive. Colorful, naive, positively grubby, ditzy and a bit, well, big. Mm, Plus, I believe, getting kind of chubby. I'm just saying, cause I love you Mother understands. understand. Mother's here to help you. All I have is one request. Rapunzel? Yes? Don't ever ask to leave this tower again. Yes, Mother. Oh, I love you very much, dear. I love you more. Most. Mm. Don't forget it. you regret it. Mother knows best.
9: Super. In their dealings with stressed
4: envelope, to Davis and Kurt. Right down that. You're here.
5: Yes. I had hoped you were okay. I know, darling. I know. But I do have unfinished business. And that would be you. You don't have to worry about me. I'll always worry about you. I want you to be happy. Then help me find Hook and get out of here. It's too dangerous. You need to leave now. I promised my friends I would help. Your friends? Your family? They're what's holding you back. Sweetheart, you must do what's best for you. I am. No, you're not. And if you won't, I'll see to it that you do. It wasn't easy. But I've arranged for a boat to take you home. It departs in one hour. Take Henry, take your thief, and go before it's too late. Mother, I can't. You must. I know it's hard to to put aside all suspicion after how I raised you. But Regina, do you remember the last thing I said to you before I died? That I would have been enough. You would have been. It just took me too long to realize it. Don't make the same mistake. Go. What would happen if I stayed? Sometimes a mother has to do what's best for her child. Even if it's reprehensible. Are you threatening me? Oh, no. No, of course not. I never
2: Hey everybody, this is Lee Ehrenberg, Grumpy, from ABC's Once Upon a Time, and you're listening to Disney On Demand.
0: You have questions, we have answers. Let's dip our hands into the virtual mailbag and uncover the truth in I Want to Know.
9: Hey D-Heads, this is Aaron, and it's time again for another installment of I Want to Know. Spring has sprung here in Arkansas, and man are we having spring showers. Hope everyone's enjoying the warm-up. Well, the virtual mailbag is full, so let's reach in and see what questions we have for this week. Our first question is from Jerry in the UK, and he writes, Dis Radio, great program. It's always fun to listen to you all. I am Jerry from the UK and love Disney. My question for you is all about Once Upon a Time. I know you all have had many stars from this program on your show, but I wanted to ask you, where does the film? Are there any real places you can visit? And are the writers known for anything else on TV or just this show? Thank you all so much for a wonderful podcast. Well, this is a wonderful show, one of my favorites right now. Principal Photography, for once upon a time, takes place in Vancouver, British Columbia. The village of Steveston in the adjacent city of Richmond doubles the storybook for the series, with props and exterior sets disguising the existing businesses and buildings. During filming, all brightly colored objects, such as flowers, are hidden to reinforce the Story Village's spell-subdued character. Certain sets are additionally filmed in separate studios, including the interior of Mr. Gold's Pawn Shop and the Clock Tower, which are not found in Steveston. Once Upon a Time was created by Lost and Tron Legacy writers, Edward Kitsis and Adam Horowitz. Both great shows. And they also work together on Felicity and One Tree Hill. Our next question is from Alicia Hogan of Colorado and she writes Aaron of the Team, shooting you a question about the Magic Kingdom. In Fantasyland I know Snow White's scary adventure is gone but like Mr. Toad are there any hidden secrets where we may find it in the parks? much like Mr. Toad is in Pooh's ride after getting replaced, hoping there is. There are some remnants of Snow White's scary adventure in the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Most of the audio animatronics, including the dwarf figures of Doc, Happy, Sleepy, Grumpy, and Bashful, performing their yodel song in the final scene, are recycled from the demolished attraction. Additionally, the vulture figures from the previous attraction are perched on a mining structure early in the ride. I just love how Disney puts nuggets of past attractions into new ones for us hardcore Disney fans. Well, our final question this week is from Kristen Goodard of Indiana, and she writes, Disney On Demand podcast and the D-Team, I have a question for you pertaining to the Brothers Grimm. Just how many of their stories have been adapted by Walt Disney? There are the obvious ones, but are there some I am not thinking of? I can't seem to find the list anywhere, or at least not looking in the right places. You are all great, and thanks. Well, the Brothers Grimm Fairy Tales have been a huge source of material for Disney, going all the way back to the silent cartoons made by Laugh-O-Gram Studios during Walt's early career. In 1922, they produced Little Red Riding Hood and The Four Musicians of Bremen. Then, Silly Symphonies produced Babes in the Woods, in 1932. Then in 1934 they produced The Big Bad Wolf drawing from Little Red Riding Hood and featuring characters from Three Little Pigs. Then there was a Mickey Mouse short called The Brave Little Tailor in 1938. Then in 1997 Walt Disney Television Animation produced Redux Riding Hood based on Little Red Riding Hood. As far as featured films, 1937 gave us Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs then Cinderella in 1950, Sleeping Beauty in 1959, though Charles Perrault's version of Sleeping Beauty is given credit in the film's opening titles, the film's plot more closely resembles that of the Brother Grimm's later version called Briar Rose. The Princess and the Frog in 2009 was based on The Frog Prince, and then Tangled in 2010 was based on Rapunzel. Hans Christian Andersen, and Aesop are some other fairy tales that Disney has drew on for inspiration well D-Heads that concludes another installment of I Want to Know thanks for the great questions and keep them coming send all your questions or comments to Aaron E-R-I-N at DizRadio.com make sure to include your name and city so I can give you credit and remember D-Heads laughter is timeless imagination has no age and dreams are forever We'll see you next week he hit.
5: I don't think we're in Maine anymore.
8: How is this possible? How does the Underworld look like story Your questions are pointless.
4: All that matters is that all these
10: people in this Underworld are dead and trapped because they have unfinished business. Gorilla. That's right. And she's here because of you.
4: And I imagine there are many here because of all of us. That's not lollygag.
5: Split up, a couple more grounds. Agree. The sooner we get out here, the better.
11: Hey there, it's Caitlin here with WDWN2, a quick rundown of what's happening in the parks. And to commemorate our trip to the Underworld this week, I'll be focusing on Walt Disney World After Dark. The new nighttime show, Rivers of Light, will officially premiere at Animal Kingdom this Earth Day on April 22nd. And I know I'm more than excited to see this show come to life and experience Animal Kingdom After Dark for the very first time. With the addition of an evening Kilimanjaro Safari, as well as all the work they've done to light up the Tree of Life, it's all bound to be breathtaking. There's also a brand new nighttime fireworks spectacular coming to Hollywood Studios this summer. Star Wars A Galactic Spectacular will have everything that makes a Disney nighttime show complete. Pyrotechnics, fireworks, special effects, and video projection that will be used on the Chinese theater and surrounding buildings to create the world of Star Wars. According to the Disney Parks blog, it's the most elaborate fireworks show the studios has ever had, so we can't wait to experience it for ourselves. At Epcot, the Flower and Garden Festival is underway, and if you've yet to experience it, let me tell you, it's just as dazzling at night as it is during the daytime. With twinkle lights in the trees and colored lighting surrounding the incredible topiaries, you're able to still enjoy them even after the sun goes down. Make sure to grab a bite to eat at one of the newest outdoor kitchens, La Isla Fresca and the Cider House, and settle in for a nighttime viewing of the classic evening spectacular Illuminations. It's one of my favorites. Thanks for listening and for taking this trip to the underworld with us. We're counting down the days until we find out what happens with Operation Firebird. Until next time, don't forget, you can fly
7: disneyland after dark
12: now arriving disneyland hotel anaheim california Your attention, please, for a special announcement. Tonight in Disneyland, there will be several well known guest stars on hand to add to the evening's entertainment. You are all cordially invited to stay and join the fun in Disneyland after dark.
13: My name is Beverly Elliott. You might know me as Granny on Once Upon a Time. Stay tuned because you're listening to Disney on Demand.
2: On her path to granny's, the little girl suddenly found herself in a very unusual part of the wood
4: Good day young lady
10: Good day Mr. Wolf
4: Wither away so hurriedly
5: to my grandmother's
4: and what might be in your basket?
5: Some bread for grandmother, so she'll have something good to make her strong.
4: And where might your grandmother live?
5: A good quarter of a league further in the woods. Her house stands inside a great oak tree.
4: especially lush, delicious. Hello, little girl. What's your rush? You're missing all the flowers. The sun won't set for hours. Take your time. Mother said straight ahead, not to delay or be misled. But slow, little girl. Hark and hush. The birds are singing sweetly. You'll miss the birds completely. You're traveling so
10: fleetly.
4: Grandmother first, then Miss Plump. What a delectable couple! Of perfection, one brisk, one supple. One moment, said, my dear. Come what may,
10: follow the path and never stray.
4: Just so, little girl. Any path, so many worth exploring. Just one would be so boring And look what you're ignoring Think of those crisp, aging bones Then something fresh on the palate Think of that scrumptious carnality twice in one day There's no possible way To describe what you feel When you're talking to your meal For granny.
10: Mother said not to stray, still I suppose a small delay. Granny might like a fresh bouquet.
1: Goodbye, Mr. Wolf.
4: Goodbye, little girl. And hello.
2: It's Disney Blues. Disney On Demand.
10: Whew. I thought you were dead. Uh, uh.
2: With your host, Jonathan Johnson. What?
10: My dad gave it to me. It shows exactly where we are on the planet. Boop, beep, beep, beep boop, boop was this baby? We'll never be
2: You just tell the man you want to go back to your mother.
1: All right, D-Head, so I am back and I want to extend a very special thank you once again to the D-Team of Aaron and Caitlin for stopping in here this week with their signature segments. And remember you can connect up with Aaron and Caitlin and all the D-Team. Yes all of them. Aaron, Paige, Cody, Nathan, Caitlin, Randy and Jason just by visiting them on our official website at DizRadio.com. Click on the D-Team page and connect up with them. Drop them a line, find them on Facebook, you name it. Chat it up with the D-Team. They don't bite, and, uh, you know, they're going to give you a big, gigantic Baymax hug, virtually, of course. So, definitely connect up with the D-team. Thank you guys for stopping in. So, all of you D-heads, we have a lot of fun here this week. Like I said, I guess I shouldn't say fun. Let's drop the tone a little bit and get a little bit into the underworld a little bit different here because we are going into that underworld in the recesses with Lana Paria, yes the evil queen and Regina from once upon a time so it is going to be deep dark and fun as we have royalty here with us here this week now I'm not going to bombard you with ton more news here hot off the D wire what I want to do right now is just take this moment to let you know that we are going to be hitting up a variety of different conventions and many other places and i putting the call out to all of you D heads. We are looking for more D team to get involved. Now, in addition to the D team to get involved, we want somebody who's on your personalities, bloggers, you name it, get involved here at the show. But we're also looking for somebody to head up our street team. That's right. We're going to have an official D head street team launching Next month what we're looking for is two or three individuals to be the leaders to be the ringleaders the chief I guess the biggest ear-wearing people that you could possibly have in that group and take charge and be the leaders for the D-Heads. Yes, we want you to be in charge of our street team. That's going to be in charge of stickers, goodies, promoting, just getting a variety of different things out there and being part of here at the show, wrangling in new D-team, and more. So if you think you have what it takes, you want to jump in, you want to get involved, you love the show, you love the magic, you love the memories, drop us a line. DizRadio at gmail.com. Once again, that's DizRadio at gmail.com. We want you to drop us that line, get involved, let us know that you want to head up our street team and help keep the promotion, the fun, and all the magic happening here at the show and getting the word out to all the other d heads out there in the world. That's all I wanted to put out there right now, all of you d so with that, like I said, not a lot of news, I'm just gearing up. We have Lana Perea stopping in here. I'm gearing up for that. We have a lot of things coming up. We're going to be heading down to the C2E2 event, of course, as well next week. So if you're going to be down there next week, definitely drop us a line. Let us know. Let's meet up. Let's have a Diz Radio gathering. So if you're going to be at C2E2, that's C, the number two, E the number two.com. Check it out. If you're gonna be down there, we're gonna have a variety of the D team there. So if you want to meet up, hang out, you know, maybe we'll even buy you a coffee. You never know. Just stop by, we'll have some goodies, we'll have some stickers and a couple of other different things. So if you want to meet up with us, drop us that line that's at c2e2.com. Let us know that you're gonna be there and we're gonna connect up with all of you as well. So, D heads, with that said. I'm going to release the Reigns back to the D-Team. Yes, because Nathan is dusting off those books and he's giving you what just happened this week in Disney history. We also have Cody taking that walk down this week's Hollywood Walk with more about our very special guest, Lana Perea. We also have Paige in the Magical Music Review, Jason going deep into the vault, and of course, Randy with Disney Multimedia, and so much more. So I'm going to release the Reigns back to the D-Team. The next time you hear me, I'm going to have none other than being in the midst of royalty with Lana Perea here. And uh, you know what? let's just take a step back because if Hades is the king of the underworld if he is the one that is overseeing all of this and once upon a time what's the one person who has conquered the underworld Hercules do you think he's going to be coming and do you think he can go the distance be right back LVD heads
12: Megan D-Heads, welcome to another installment of This Week in Disney History. I am Nathan, and ready to take you through another segment's worth of historical Disney facts and potential trivia. So as always, branching off that, let's begin. Kicking off this week, let's begin with a throwback to This Week in Diz Radio History with show number 65 from March of 2014 featuring Katie Von Till, the current voice of Snow White herself. Don't be afraid of any curses, and walk right on past those apples you see at the market right now and catch up with this throwback now. Now, we're going to move on to Disney history this week and begin in 1888 when the city of Marceline, Missouri, which is going to be the future boyhood home of Walt Disney himself, is incorporated. It's going to be located six miles south of U.S. Highway 36 on Missouri Highway 5, and the Disneys will arrive in Marceline in 1906 and live there peacefully for about four years. In 1928, the Disney studio completes the 22nd Oswald the Lucky Rabbit film, Skyscrappers, and ships it to Winkler Productions just days after negotiations with Charles Mintz break down. Walt can't come to agreement with Mr. Mintz, and it looks as if the Disney Studios is unfortunately going to have to give up their character Oswald. Moving on to 1985, here's some overseas Disney news in relation to all the buzz circling around Shanghai Disneyland. Tokyo Disneyland's Main Street Electrical Parade officially debuts, and it's basically going to be a carbon copy of the original Disneyland Parade itself. In 1986, branching off of that, the Pirates of the Caribbean and Alice's Tea Party attractions both also open in Tokyo Disneyland. In 1987, the television series The Disney Sunday Movie airs Bigfoot. In 1997, Disneyland's Pirates of the Caribbean reopens after being renovated. In 2001, Disney's Jungle Adventures on Ice swings into the Minneapolis Target Center. In 2003, it is reported that Disney World's now 13-year-old swan and dolphin hotels are officially going to be redecorated in an effort to make all 2300 rooms more luxurious. And in 2013, Mulan is released officially to Disney, Blu-ray, and HD digital formats. And we're going to end this week in Disney history, D-Heads, with a lot more birthdays around the Disney company. We're going to start out our birthdays this week with Bruce Healy being born in St. Louis, Missouri, and having helped compose and conduct, plus be a musical director for Walt Disney. Disney legend and animator John Lounsbury, who was one of Walt's original Nine Old Men. Moira Kelly, who you know is the voice of Nala from The Lion King. Sean McClory of The Happiest Millionaire fame. Richard Hayden of Caterpillar fame in Alice in Wonderland. Country singer and American idol Carrie Underwood, who gave some music to, to Enchanted. And we're going to end it out with Terrence Howard, who was none other than the voice of Princess Tiana's daddy in The Princess and the Frog. Well, D-Heads, that's all again for this week in Disney history. Hope you enjoyed and learned something new maybe you didn't know. Feel free to email me at Nathan at DizRadio.com. Would love to hear from you and get some emails. As always, guys, have a great week, and see you real soon. our dealings <laughs> with... pressed envelope to... ...Davis and Kirk...
4: Right down that. Did you hear that, Cora?
5: The music? Yes, but I've never been very fond of the violin. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't expect a Miller's daughter to appreciate a virtuoso like Paganini, but no, I didn't mean the music. I was talking about the clock. Did you hear that little tick up there? It was the sound of your incompetence. Why do you want my daughter gone? What threat could she pose to you? (gasps) Tick, tick, tick. You see, each clock tick means a soul has left my domain. Do I look like I like to lose anything? I did what you asked. I didn't want to. I. I jeopardized my relationship with her. Yes, because you thought you could get her to do what I wanted, which you couldn't.
14: I was once like you, my child, slightly insecure. Argued with my mother, too, thought I was mature. But I put my heart aside and I used my head. Now I think it's time you learned what dear old Mama said wanna be evil like me? Don't you wanna be mean? Don't you wanna make mischief your daily routine? Well, you can spend your life I can claw my way to victory build my master plan Now the time has come, my dear For you to take your place Promise me you'll try to be An absolute disgrace <laughs> Don't you wanna be evil like me? Don't you wanna be cruel? Don't you wanna be nasty? Was preordained. You and I shall rule together. Freedom soon. Returns. safe and sure
6: This is Rafael Spars from Once Upon a Time, and you're listening to Disney Radio. everybody! This is a take. What
11: is that? And one,
9: two, two.
0: Let's start those projectors and look at this week's Hollywood Walk.
15: Hello again all you D-heads out there. It's that time again for another Hollywood Walk. I'm Cody. I'm set to bring you some fun facts and some interesting information on this week's guest Lana Paria who of course most people know her as the Evil Queen and Regina Mills on ABC's hit series Once Upon a Time. If you remember Just a few weeks ago we had Beverly Elliott on who plays Granny in Once Upon a Time. That was show number 136. So if you're a big Once Upon a Time buff why don't you go back into the archives and check that show out after you're done this week. This week's special guest Lana Paria, is from New York and she was born in 1977. She was a regular cast member on the ABC sitcom Spin City from 2000-2001 and she later guest starred in Boomtown from 2002-2003. Windfall in 2006, Swingtown in 2008, and as Dr. Eva Zambrano in the short-lived medical drama Miami Medical in 2010. She also played the role of Sarah Gavin on the season 4 of Fox series 24 in 2005. And then in 2011, she began starring as the Evil Queen and Regina Mills in the ABC fantasy drama series once upon a time that everyone knows and loves her from. Early in her career, Korea appeared in several movies including Very Mean Men in 2000, Spiders in 2000, Replicant in 2011, and Frozen Stars in 2003. She made her television debut in 1999 on the UON sitcom Grown Ups. In 2000, she joined the cast of the ABC comedy series Spin City, playing Angie Ordonez for one season. She left the show in 2011. After that, She joined Donnie Wahlberg and Neil McDonough in the 2002 critically acclaimed but short-lived crime drama Boomtown, for which she received the Imagine Award for Best Supporting Actress Portrayal of Teresa, a paramedic. Korea guest-starred in a number of television dramas, including Jag, Six Feet Under, Covert Affairs, Medium, The Defenders, and Chase. She had a recurring role in 2004 as Officer Janet Grafton in NYPD Blue. In 2005, Perea took a recurring guest role on the fourth season of the Fox series 24 as Sarah Gavin, a counter-terrorist unit agent. In 2006, Perea starred in the NBC summer series Windfall alongside Luke Perry. In 2007, she guest starred as Greta during the third season of ABC's Lost in the episodes Greatest Hits and Through the Looking Glass. In 2008, she had a leading role on the Lifetime movie The Double Life of Eleanor Kendall in which she played Nellie, a divorcee whose identity had been stolen. In February 2011, she was cast as Mayor Regina Mills slash the Evil Queen, the main antagonist in the ABC adventure fantasy drama pilot Once Upon a Time. The series debuted in October of 2011, and the pilot episode was watched by 12.93 million viewers. It's quite a lot of people with to get their fantasy fix, if I do say so myself. Now, Lana's won a few awards already throughout her career. I'm sure she has many more to come. And But just to name a few here, in 2003, as mentioned, she won the Imagine Award for Best Supporting Actress for Boomtown. In 2012, she won the two TV Guide Award for Favorite Vill- Villain for, you guessed it, Once Upon a Time. 2012 as well, the ALMA Award for Outstanding TV Actress for Once Again, Once Upon a Time, and in 2013, the NHMC Impact Award for Once Upon a Time. Now, Once Upon a Time is watched by a lot of people, as mentioned, 12.93 million viewers for just the pilot episode, and it's been gaining viewers ever since. But for those of you who have not seen the show yet, the Evil Queen doesn't really say much about lana's character because as disney fanatics we've seen many evil queen in our lifetimes but to give you a good uh, visual and good idea the evil queen that lana portrays in once upon a time is based off of the evil queen from snow white there you have it that she gives you a good idea of kind of who she who she is in the show Also, Regina Mills is the counterpart for Storybrooke, where she is the mayor. Now, the fun thing about this show is everything has a reason for it, and if you look at Regina and the Evil Queen, you don't really think much of it, but then you kind of look back and you realize that Regina is of Latin origin, and it actually means Queen. So they really kind of thought a lot about uh, these characters, not just for Regina, but for all the characters in Once Upon a Time. But that's just a nice little fun fact for everyone who didn't quite know that, Might, might have learned something new for all you Once Upon a Time fans out there. Lana's favorite Disney character is actually Ursula from The Little Mermaid. And it's kind of interesting, and I'm sure she was flattered when she actually did get to portray Ursula in Once Upon a Time as Regina. So I'm sure that that uh, was very exciting for her. Ursula was always a good villain, I always thought. Uh, Little Mermaid's always been one of my favorites as well. So that... But as the queen, and playing Regina Mills, she's not always terrible. You know, she, she'll she throw you a... douses little bits of humanity your way every now and then which just kind of goes to show that everyone's got some goodness in them deep down no matter how buried it really is Lana is loving being part of once upon a time and in every interview or any broadcast you can find her on YouTube or anything else on TV you can just you can feel the joy and just the fun and excitement she's actually having just uh, in her career and being part of this great show that's on ABC and throughout her career she's shown that she can portray any character and just make it her own and she does such a wonderful job in captivating the audience that you just can't help but love her and the work she does now Once Upon a Time has been renewed for a sixth season on ABC so there is more to come and we'll just have to wait and see what Storybrooke has in store for Lana before I go D-heads I'm just gonna leave you with this quick quote from Lana and I quote if I told you how I prepared to play the evil queen I'd probably get locked up in an insane asylum. Just shows you the commitment that Lana puts into playing the Evil Queen and Regina Mills for this show, and I am excited, and I'm sure the rest of you are too, to to see the next season that's coming up on ABC. That's going to do it for me for this week, and I will see you next week, D-Heads. If you have any questions or comments, uh, feel free to email me at Cody, that's C-O-D-Y, at DizRadio.com. And let's get ready for Lana. Sending it back your way, Jonathan.
2: They've been from Neverland to Oz, even a world frozen over. And now they're heading down under. Way down under.
3: Hello, Hades.
2: Once Upon a Time returns next Sunday at 7 Central on ABC. Lights,
0: camera, action. It's time for this week's Disney On Demand
1: special guest. All right, all of you Disney fans, you tuned in for another magical installment of Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. And with us here this week, as we continue to bring you all the magic and memories from your lifetime of Disney, one of those is somebody who you may know from Spin City, Boomtown, Swingtown, Miami Medical, but also as the Evil Queen from Disney's Once Upon a Time on ABC, we have none other than Lana Paria with us. Welcome to Disney On Demand.
6: Thank you. Hi, Jonathan. How are
16: you?
1: It is our pleasure having you on. I mean, it's being in the midst of royalty is always a pleasure. <laughs> Well, then you should address me as your majesty. Oh, It is our pleasure. I mean, you know, having somebody that's part of this franchise, especially your role. I mean, you are such a huge influence on the ABC hit Once Upon a Time. And I guess with that, you know, I guess jumping right into it right away with the 100th episode coming up and so much more. I guess uh, what were your initial thoughts with coming onto this role as being the evil queen in this now breakout series that is now even renewed for another season? I
6: know it's awesome. Not many shows get to make it this far and we are So blessed and grateful uh, to have reached 100 episodes.
1: With that, too, you know, with going beyond 100 episodes, that's always a huge milestone. I guess, you know, with playing the Evil Queen, you've changed so many different, uh, I guess, roles, being bad, being good, back and forth over the seasons. Um, You know, I guess one question that I know many of our listeners are always, you know, burning for is, How long does it take to get into that evil queen outfit?
6: I would say it takes, with hair and makeup and costume, about two and a half to three hours.
1: Wow. Now, I guess with that, too, I mean, do you feel like royalty once it's all dolled up? Are you just totally in evil mode?
6: Uh, Yeah, actually, it's about exactly how I feel. The costume really does change my body and how I move and how I speak, um... Uh, it also depends on where Regina is at that particular stage. I I noticed in the 100th episode, it's actually her birthday um, in the episode. So we see the evil queen and how she moves. And in this particular costume, I, I, I noticed my body moved a little differently. Um, and I think it's just kind of where she's at. but. It definitely takes care of a good portion of the performance. It's um, they always say as you know, as an actor, once you put that char- the character's shoes on, you're the character and that's kind of how it feels when I put on the costume.
1: Well, you know, and with that, too, you know, being Regina and also, you know, being the evil queen, you know, you've changed that role so many times over the seasons from being good and now almost being like the savior themselves, you know, kind of being that extra role model to help turn everything good. Does it ever feel good to know, hey, I'm a good guy, but at the same time, I can always do these flashback scenes and get back to my evil ways, even if it's for a little bit?
6: Yes, absolutely. I think playing a villain is probably the most fun um people love the Evil Queen. I love her too, and I love playing her. And so any opportunity that we get to do flashbacks and tell her story is always, uh, you know, so much fun for me. Um and we see that in the 100th episode where we have this flashback and that's how it's, you know, we end up learning that it's Regina's birthday and how she deals with that and what she really wants for her birthday. And she only wants one thing, and I bet you can't guess what that is. Um <laughs> and, and so it's you know it's 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 a ton of fun and i and I love it and um i just i hope now with the we now have a sixth season that we get to do more flashbacks and uh and see more of of her life growing up and, and, uh, becoming this evil queen.
1: Definitely. You know, and with that hundredth episode, like you said, you know, you know, find out it's her birthday. It's a big episode for you then, you know, being part of this and with Regina and I guess evolving over the years, what's your take of how she continues to evolve? I mean, is that something that, uh, you know, you've fully embraced and we're kind of shocked sometimes with the writers, with the twists and turns they've taken with her?
6: Uh, Yes, I I actually I love it. I find it quite inspiring and
1: admirable. She
6: she really um, defines the sort of human being that I I aspire to be, which is one who's constantly searching and trying to do the right thing, and you know who is is really making courageous choices to to heal, you know, past wounds and, um, and to learn from her past mistakes. And, um, and she's become a huge inspiration for many. I've seen the impact that she's had on a lot of our youth, uh, young women and men who have learned so much from her. Um, and that was something I wasn't expecting to play, but it's, it, those are roles that have always inspired me. Those are the stories I want to tell, um, you know, stories that actually change lives. Um, to me that's, that's that's the sort of, you know, why I wanted to, to act to begin with. And it's not just to, you know it was never for fame. It was never for, you know to, to prove something. It was really um, to have the opportunity to inspire people and to tell great stories that are actually making a difference in the world. And oddly enough, in this character, this villainous yet flash you know heroic character, um we've been able to do so. And so it's it's she's been a been a gift and a joy to play.
1: Well, you know, and with that and being able to play her too, where do you draw that inspiration from, you know, it, to pull that story and that character forward and do you have any favorite story arc or, or scene that was your absolute favorite to date?
6: Yes, I do. And I think a lot of this, I mean, the majority of this came from the writers' and, and us working together. Um whatever they put out on the page, you know, I, I, I do what's on the page, but I also try to dig deeper and tell deeper stories. And I think that through um, our collaboration, Regina has come, you know, to be this full, um, this fully sort of fleshed out, like human who's, you know, so complicated and, 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 so layered and, and yet so inspiring. So it, it's this, I, you know, it, the credit goes to the writers and, and, um, and, and, the, you know, to the character that they've created. But I also think that, um, you know, she, there's so much more to learn about her and it's just a matter of time. And even though she's on this heroic path, we just don't know what setbacks can happen to, you know, is she going to stay in the terror pack or is she eventually going to end up exploring her darkness again? And that's just something that we'll have to, that plays out over the next season.
1: Definitely, you know, and with that too, you know, being able to, you know, tell this story of Regina and, you know, whether she goes, you know, light to dark, back and forth with the hundredth episode, you know, being this huge episode, you know, uh, you know, revealing it's her birthday. Uh, is there anything else, I guess, with this new season that uh, you can uh, let us in on? Is what it's like that's uh, going to hell?
6: <laughs> well, it's not hell; it's the underworld. So there's a difference. Um, I would say the underworld is more comparable to purgatory. Um, This is a a world where all the souls that reside there have unfinished business. And so it it gives everyone sort of the opportunity to um, kind of confront their unresolved issues or unfinished business and, and either move on or not and i think um when regina goes down there she actually herself gets to confront um her father and you know that unfinished business and um that's something that that really inspired me and that's and that's the, actually that's been my my favorite scene um that was when your previous question but just to answer that regina in the 100th episode sees her father for the first time after she's killed him you know so many years ago and that's a, a deep wound that's never been healed for her and being in the underworld she gets the opportunity to heal um, to confront probably the you know, one person that's the hardest to confront to date for her um, and to apologize and that's something that that's what makes the show so magical is that in life we don't really get to do that, those things you know someone passes on and and that's it and then you spend your life trying to you know in therapy or trying <laughs> to get to some sort of you know peaceful place with it and and then it just becomes a choice right um sometimes you're given signs um, sometimes those signs don't really exist or sometimes they do I, it really depends on how you choose to see life but um, the cool thing about this show and the beautiful thing for Regina is that she gets to confront her father and say, I'm sorry. And, and that is, is probably, um, today my most favorite scene, um, because it, it gives her the opportunity to heal and to close that door and to move on. And, and, um, I think everyone who's experienced loss or, have done something that they regret um, and they've never been able to go back and apologize or take responsibility for it. This is, you know, something that I think we would all like in our lives. And, and sometimes we get the opportunities and sometimes we don't, but Regina gets the opportunity and it's so rewarding to, to experience and, and to
1: witness definitely well we know you're really pressed for time have a lot of different things going on of course but one last question before we let you go with once upon a time and it being so huge um, are you ever taken back and amazed by how large the fan base is and especially the fan base for regina the evil queen you know much like my nine-year-old daughter who just you know loves your character as well are you ever just like wow we're really uh making a difference with this show
6: Yes, I feel that on a daily basis. <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> do, which is also why it's so inspiring to go deeper and tell these deeper you know, complexities within this character. Um, I love our fans. I, we have the most rabid, incredible, loyal, loving fans. I'm, I'm constantly amazed uh, by the camaraderie between them, how they've come together, and they help each other. They inspire one another. And I I'm always encouraging them to do so. Um, you know, it's hard for us to be there for every single one of our fans, but to build a, a foundation within them, you know, for them to sort of have each other, I think is, is, is something no one thought would come out of the show. And it's, um, it's, it's really, it's, that in itself is magic. Um, they are there for one another. They support one another. They get together and they have fun and they watch the shows and they, you know, they dress up as the characters and they sometimes like to portray the characters. And I just, I love it. I love seeing them dressed up as us. I love reading their letters and hearing their stories. And, um, we're very lucky. We would not be here without them. So thank you to all the fans who have been uh, so loyal and supportive and, and believe in us we wouldn't be here without them
1: definitely well you know it was our pleasure having you stop in you know we're excited to see what's going to happen in the second half of this season big hundredth episode you know birthday celebration and so much more like you've already alluded to for us well it was our pleasure having you stop in and you know chat with all of us and all of your fans out there and uh, I know we're going to be seeing much more of Regina and the Evil Queen parallel uh, you know in the upcoming season so thank you once again for stopping in thank you.
6: Jonathan, you take care. It was lovely talking to you. You're welcome.
10: That was fun. I know you I walked with you once upon a dream I Bye.
2: Of Mr. Boogity, Bride of Boogity, Cheetah Girls, on and on and on, coming to you on Disney On Demand.
13: Oh, my siestas are getting shorter and shorter.
14: Required
13: voice identification. EC82. Confirm. Hey gang, it's me again, Jason. Welcome back down here to the vault, where there's always a self-esteem mirror hanging around. Hey, how you doing? Villainy reigns supreme this week as we go even further into the vault. Any further, we'd be in the depths of hell. Oh, oops, oops, I let the cat out of the bag of that one. One of Disney's most beautiful villains comes to our studios, casting a spell on most of us. Aaron, I've got my eye on you. Lana Perea joins our Grand D-Head Pantheon as the queen of all queens. But she's not as evil as she may appear. Sometimes she's given it up to her heart and becomes the most loving character in the Enchanted Forest. Lana has given us a number of stellar performances in the five seasons and just recently renewed to a sixth season as Regina, Snow White's evil queen, that it is extremely hard to say which of her episodes reigns supreme. However, as I think back to all 100 episodes, yes, 100 episodes, I have to say, episode 11 of season 1 showed to me that there was definitely more to this character than a red delicious apple and a malicious grin. Today we will explore this episode of Once Upon a Time, known as Fruit of the Poisonous Tree. As we did with Granny, we know that Once Upon a Time is a show that shares a dual timeline. Let's take a look at the Storybrooke side of things before we bite that apple to understand Regina even more in the Enchanted Forest. In Storybrooke, we are still recovering from the storm that hit last week's episode. You know, the one that destroyed Henry's castle. No, not a real castle, but the one in our minds, you know, it kind of is. So what's so important about this place? This is where he and Emma have been meeting and scheming. It's also where the book is hidden. For those who are unfamiliar with Once Upon a Time, the book is the storybook from which all the major players come from. If you need a refresher, want to know more about the show, or just want to re-listen, because I know you do, check out our shows 134, 84, 30, and 26. You can tell we love us some Once Upon a Time down here. Anyway, back to the story. The book, it's missing. It's, It's just gone. Regina hears about Emma and Henry's little talks. See, Regina cannot get that evil stepmother out of her blood and deems his castle not only an eyesore, but a safety hazard. It does look a little shady, if you ask me, and demands it to be demolished. Back at Granny's, a local reporter begins talking with Emma. Sydney is looking to Emma to help expose Regina for all of the evils she's done in Storybrooke. How will they do this? Easy. Follow her wherever she goes. In doing so, they lose control of the car and run into Mr. Gold. It's never a good day when you run into him. He tells them that Regina recently bought a plot of land from him. Hmm. Well, if you need more incriminating evidence, it's time to go to the source. No, not the courthouse to check out the records. You break into Regina's. Not only do they find the deed to the piece of land, but photos of Emma and Henry proving that Regina has been doing some investigating on her own. Emma and Sydney work well together. What a team. Feeling they have enough evidence to prove to Storybrooke that Regina isn't all that, they confront her at a council meeting. In typical Regina fashion, she unveils her plans to build a new playground. There's the compassionate Regina. And then the snakes come out. She warns Emma that if she continues to see Henry, she will file a restraining order. Regina is a woman with a plan, and she can't always do it alone. Seems her accomplice, Sydney. Yes, that Sydney had a lot to do with this little cat and mouse game. Meanwhile, back at Granny's, Henry is devastated that the book is missing. He even goes as far as to recreate the book so he won't forget who everyone really is. In comes a stranger out from the cold. He asks Henry what he's doing. Henry explains, but doesn't notice that the stranger has the book. So let's hop aboard our magic carpet and head over to the enchanted forest where it's another beautiful day. The birds are chirping, the inhabitants are somewhat pleased, and King Leopold discovers a lamp. We all know it resides in a lamp. No, not Barbara Eden. Another genie. And no, not that big blue one. In typical genie fashion, he grants the king three wishes. Being a king of great means, he uses his first wish on the genie granting his freedom. How Aladdin of him! I wouldn't have expected anything less from the father of Snow. Second wish is to give his third wish to the genie. Seriously, how noble is this guy? This genie has everything now. Freedom, a wish to use, and now a place to call his own at the castle where he meets Snow Our own Judy Hopps, Jennifer Goodwin, and, of course, the king's queen, the ever-beautiful Lana Paria. It seems the genie gets a little more than he bargained for with their first encounter. The genie really likes the queen, and that could be trouble. The genie came at a perfect time. Seems it's Leopold's birthday. At the party, he states the most famous words in fairy tale history. No, not happily ever after. That snow is the fairest of them all oh and he completely ignores the queen (laughs) you know and the queen runs out feeling rejected but is followed by the genie who gives her a gift a magic mirror that allows her to see the most beautiful woman in the world hey that could be a prince song the king soon discovers the mirror and the queen's diary in it he discovers that she has feelings for the person who gave this gift doesn't he know it's never a good thing to read a woman's diary? He calls on the genie to help him find the man who stolen her heart. In a panic, he happens upon the queen's father, Henry. No, not little Henry. This is big Henry, who gives him the answer to their dilemma, a box full of deadly snakes. Feeling there's no other way out of this loveless marriage and knowing that the genie and the queen will never be together, she sees this as the easy way out. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't think suicide is the answer, let alone suicide suggested by your own father. Talk about family issues. But the genie stops her and suggests that she uses those snakes on the king instead. Now there's the fairy tale plot twist we've been waiting for. The genie releases the snakes, and just as the king is dying, tells him that he was the one who stole her heart. When the deed is done, genie comes running to his beloved, knowing they could be together now. And here comes the real twist of the story. The queen wanted the king dead, that's for sure. However, the snakes that were used, those were never going to be for her. It was meant for the king all along. And, oh, by the way, those snakes happened to be from the land in which the genie is from. How convenient. In order to avoid capture, the genie finally uses that last wish, to be by the queen's side at all times and to look upon her face which translates to him being imprisoned into the mirrors of her life for all eternity. As you can see, as beautiful and as kind-hearted as she can be, Lana plays Regina both strong and soft. I think that's the way we should see evil characters, because not all characters are evil. And I think we see that throughout this entire show. That who we think is bad may not always be the worst. And who we think is the greatest of all heroes, well, may just be our worst enemy. And I'm not talking Rumple on that one. I'll let you figure out who I'm speaking about there. Going back and looking at all of Regina's episodes, and she is in many, But finding the ones that are very Regina-centric always show that she had a vulnerable side to her, which makes her villainry all so more appealing. And that's just not in the Enchanted Forest. We see that vulnerability show even in Storybrooke, with Henry, with Robin, everybody, and eventually including Emma. But that, again, is a whole other chapter for another story. I will close this chapter here on the vault, put it back on the shelf, and we'll see you again next week with another blue for you to view here in the vault. You can always drop me a line. Emails are always welcome. Conversation is friendly and free, too. Jason at disradio.com. No question too small, because I'm pretty small, so you kind of get the comparison. Look for great things coming from The Vault and Disney On Demand. We are your one-stop shop for all things you love Disney. Until next time, gang, remember, the magic of Disney movies is always a glance in a mirror and always deep inside of you.
2: Since Emma Swan entered Storybrooke, she's been under attack.
5: You see me as a villain, and you're wrong.
6: Learn your place in this town, or soon enough, you won't be in it.
2: Next Sunday, it's time to fight back. I want everyone to know who she really is. But the one person she's forced to trust... I can grant your wish. Are you prepared for her wrath? ...may hold an even darker secret. She destroys what people love. ABC's Once Upon a Time, all new next Sunday at 8, 7 Central.
16: on what's happening at the Walt Disney Company now on this com. Disney's Zootopia a fun and enjoyable movie about a bunny cop as she tries to solve a mystery with the help of a fox it was a huge hit as it took $73.7 million on opening weekend now you can play your favorite bunny and clever fox in an all new version of Disney's Infinity 3.0 edition Judy hops from the movie. She is very light and quick on her feet. She also has her fun parking ticket gun, which helps her defeat her foes with shooting action. Nick Wild is a quick con artist as he uses his icy popsicle treat to thump and throck his enemies. And plus an all new game feature for Disney's Infinity 3.0 where Nick Wild is able to call his friend Psychic in the game to help out. There is also the Fun Power Disc, which will come on a separate account where you can change their uniforms and also the Sahara as your new environment. Both of these characters are sold separately and of course they are now available. They will range about $13.99 for each character. If you like the movie already, definitely this will be a great treat to enjoy. Is there a game you would like me to review that I haven't covered already? Or some gaming tips you would like to share with the community? Be sure to have your name, town you live in, and state so I can give you the credit. You can send me an email at randy at disradio.com. The email, again, is randy at disradio, D-I-Z-R-A-D-I-O dot com. Well this is Randy signing out for Disney Multimedia. Be sure to keep your eyes, ears, and senses alerted with the latest Disney Multimedia around you. Until then, see you next time.
17: Hey there D-Heads, Paige here with an all new Magical Music Review. When Jonathan told us earlier who he was talking to today, I almost couldn't believe it. Having Lana Perea stop by was fantastic. Lana has been the talent behind Regina Mills or the Evil Queen on ABC's hit show, Once Upon a Time, since the very first episode five years ago. With the show just coming back from winter hiatus this past Sunday with episode 100, I'm in full Once mode. So much happened on Sunday that I'm still trying to wrap my head around everything. In the present on the show, we have now entered the underworld, but we are going to head back and look at previous adventures in Storybrooke. The last time I visited Storybrooke with all of you was back in 2014 on show number 84 with Raphael Sabarge, also known as Archie Hopper or Jiminy Cricket, and since then we've been treated to lots of new music from the show's score composer, Mark Isham, whose soundtrack credits include Of Mice and Men, Thumbelina, October Sky, and 42. On show 84 we focused on the music coming from season 1, but this time we're going to move around a little bit and look at some of my favorite music in the past few seasons with a selection from seasons 2, 4, and the first half of season 5. So let's climb back into that yellow bug and set a course for Maine as we travel back to Storybook with the music from ABC's Once Upon a Time. In Season 2, Snow and Emma got stuck in the Enchanted Forest, and in order to speak with Snow, Charming went under a sleeping curse, so that he could talk to her in a burning room. The piece is very dark and heavy, utilizing the deeper voices in winds, strings, and percussion. There's a sense of urgency that comes into play as the piece progresses, indicating Snow and Charming's reunion in the room, the discussion of what needs to be done to get Snow and Emma home, and the limited amount of time they have to see each other in the room. What is very evident in the instrumentation throughout the piece are the heavy strings and drums. The urgency is all over this piece, with a brief pause from the immediate feeling three minutes in when Snow and Charming discover she's waking up, where it's a lot lighter. The melody begins in the familiar theme of our two heroes before returning to the original feel of the piece as she wakes up and Charming is left alone. Season 4 ended with great sacrifice. Emma gave herself to the Darkness to save Regina from being taken over by it. Emma becomes the new Dark One is again a piece filled with urgency and darkness. There is a little more of the higher voices present in the instrumentation than there is in the Burning Room, but it is still rich with deeper voices to match. A softer selection is found when our heroes are searching for the Darkness, and they come to the realization that it is surrounding them before it attacks Regina. The piece closes with the feeling that something big has happened in the cliffhanger we were all left with. Emma is now the Dark One, and she's disappeared. storyline scene on screen. As always, the music helps bring out the emotions and adds to the talent on screen, giving the audience a full connection to our characters. One of the biggest scenes this season was Emma's decision to turn Hook into a Dark One to save his life. Emma and Killian are in the meadow. All Killian wants is for Emma to be happy and find her happy ending, even if it means he won't be with her. This brings us a very sweet, beautiful, and sorrowful section of the piece as he's saying all of this but also saying goodbye to her. But this isn't enough for Emma, and the music builds around her to signify this. Bringing in the urgency found in our previous pieces and the deeper voices, we know that the deed is done, and we now have another dark one on our hands. has run out i hope you all have enjoyed another magical music review and thanks for sticking around feel free to connect the d team on the d wire discussion page on facebook and with me with any comments suggestions and questions at page at disradio.com that's p-a-i-g-e at disradio.com have a magical rest of your week d heads and until next time see ya
4: dealings with stressed envelope to davis and kurt right down that he
5: doesn't know we came for him he, he doesn't know we're here he doesn't know that i care yes he does and emma we will find him will we did you not just see that he's in pain he's suffering look at this place we have half an hour We have an hour cora has a boat coming we have to take it or we might all be stuck here. she
10: can arrange her way out, so can we. After we find Hook, we are not giving up on
5: you. Regina. They're staying. You should go. No, no I, I... Take Robin and Henry. Because if you don't, whatever your father is going to face... He probably looks a lot like what Hook is facing. Tell me your father's okay. He's better than okay. He's in a better place now. Wait, that means everyone here can be saved. Every soul in this town has unfinished business, and chances are for a lot of them, we're that business.
4: You've all deluded yourself if you think these people are worth your time. They're not. They're dearly departed. They are dead, wretched souls. And I want no part of it.
5: What you want doesn't matter. I wasn't bluffing. I'm happy to tell Belle about your return to Dark Oneness.
4: Our agreement was to find your a pirate and get the hell out of here. If you want to distract yourself with this other asinine pursuit, be my guest. I'm out. So, who's ready for Operation Firebird?
5: <laughs> Is that what we're calling it? You're referring to the mythological bird or the muscle guard? Hey, D-Heads,
0: you're listening to Disney On Demand.
14: Wow, it's dark in here. Wow! Oh, and now it's uh, finally, too
0: bright. Taking you on those magical journeys from your lifetime of Disney.
14: Kari, Kari McKeon. It's like Carrie, only with a K instead of a C, and an A instead of an E, and only one R and an I instead of an I. It's
0: Disney on demand.
14: Well, it started out like any normal sitting gig, you know, with the reassuring of the parents and all.
0: Here's your host, Jonathan Johnson.
14: Yeah, I just wish I could forget the whole thing.
2: You will, kid. You will.
1: Alright all of you D-heads, so I am back and I hope you enjoyed this week's show. Show number 140 for the week of March 10th 2016. And I want to extend a very special thank you once again to Lana Perea for stopping in here this week. You portray the best evil queen that we could possibly have on Once Upon a Time. You've made the show memorable for the last five seasons. With the ups, the downs, the highs, the lows, being good, going back to being a villain, you are always truly one of our favorites here at the show. So thank you Lana once again for stopping in and I am excited to to see what's in store for the second half of this season... ...and what's coming next year for Season 6. I'd also like to extend a very special thank you once again... ...to the D-Team of Aaron, Paige, Cody, Nathan, Caitlin, Randy, and Jason... ...all for stopping in here this week with their signature segments. Without them, there would be no show. They make the show. They help bring the magic and memories to all of you. So thank you, the D-Team, for stopping in. And remember, you can always connect up with the D-Team... ...on our official website at DizRadio.com, D-I-Z Radio.com. And finally... As I always say, and this week it's true once again... Thank you, the D-Heads. You are the reason we continue to bring you this show for the last six years. You're the reason that we continue to bring you the magic and memories from your lifetime of Disney. So thank you, the D-Heads, for stopping in and making the show what it is, spreading the word, and enjoying the magic that we put out every single week just for you. So all of you D-Heads, with that said, we have a very special guest stopping in here next week because, come on, next week is St. Patrick's Day. But before I clue you in as to who's going to be stopping in here for that show, I do want to give you all the different ways you can stay connected here at the show. And first and foremost, you can always visit our official website at DizRadio.com, D-I-Z There you can find our full list of past shows, the complete archives, our latest news blogs and more right there on our official website at DizRadio.com, D-I-Z You can also connect up with us all over our social media outlets on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Disney On Demand. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest and more. Just search Disney On Demand. Disney Blue, that's B L U, or Diz Radio, D I Z Radio, all of which are going to help you find our fun, quirky, magical little show. And remember, if you want to get the latest shows on your mobile device, your Android, your iPhone, and many other places, all you have to do is subscribe through iTunes and Stitcher Radio and get the latest shows right there on your device. Go there, look us up, subscribe, and get them as they get released every single week, so there's no hesitation in getting the magic to your device and into your ears. And remember, you can find all of these links and more right there on our official website at dizradio.com, diz radio.com. So, all of you D-Heads, as I already said, next week we have the luck of the Irish. It is St. Patrick's Day, and what's one thing that's, you know, St. Patrick's in feel? Now, of course, we know there's, you know, the clovers and everything else, but what about the color? Think green, think emeralds, think ruby slippers, and put it all together with Disney. That should clue you in as to who's going to be stopping in here next week here at the show. So, all of you D-heads, with that said, as I always say, this week is no different. Take time, slow down, never neglect family for business. Until next week, all of you D-heads, head on out this weekend, make your dreams come true. A dream is just a wish that your heart makes, and you can fulfill it and make it happen. Until next week, all VD you heads I'll catch you online and have a fantastic weekend.
8: A dream is a wish your heart aches When you're first asleep Cinderweb, <laughs> your, you your heart aches
3: Whatever
17: you wish for you keep Have faith in your dreams and someday Your rainbow will come smiling through No matter
8: how your heart is grieving (gasps) If you keep on
3: believing The dream that you wish will come true It's beautiful!
17: Have faith in your dreams and someday your rainbow will come smile.